I mean, hopefully you learn a little something along the way listening to us here on Bet MGM tonight. But I learned during the break that the average lifespan of a horse is 25 to 30 years. Who knew? And I guess, also our, our yeah. viewers, also, if they stuck around that break, they also learned that. Oh, how about that? So if you're checking us out on Twitch, you're getting the same information. I thought horses made it like a decade, maybe 15 years. But uh, how about that? 25 to 30 years. She is Trista Crick on the Sports Machine, Sean Levine, and you right here on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network. We were talking about coaches there heading into the break. We are talking about some of the NBA coaches. And I don't know who's manning the ER right now because both a nurse and a doc are looking for head coaching positions. Didn't I wish I would have tried that joke. That fell flat on its face, didn't it? Anyway, there's all I'm saying, Trista. All I'm saying, Trista, is it, it feels like there's a pretty accomplished field of coaches that are looking for jobs right now. Championship coaches. I just mentioned a nurse, and I mentioned a doc, and I'll throw a boot and holes are in there. Like, there's a bunch of guys right now that don't have jobs that do have rings. It also feels important that the teams get it right. Doesn't it feel like if Philly gets it right, or if um, certainly if Boston is to part ways with Missoula and they end up hiring the right guy, like there's the, the Phoenix Suns, there's some teams that are pretty damn close to winning a championship if they get this right. Yeah, I think Milwaukee is probably the closest. Milwaukee? Milwaukee for sure. The other teams I feel have major flaws. Uh, James Harden and Embiid are never healthy or productive in the playoffs consistently. That has been a theme. I don't think that that is a Doc Rivers problem. Uh, Phoenix has no depth. They've got an aging Chris Paul. And I'm not sure if DeAndre Ayton wants to play there anymore and if they're going to trade him. Uh, And if they do trade him, they're probably going to trade him for a draft pick in the lottery, which isn't going to particularly help them this year. So I think it's just Milwaukee that's a coach away. Um, Budenholzer probably would have been fired if the Nets would have beaten them in the Eastern Conference semis when Kevin Durant's foot was on the line um, and in that game seven. So they would have parted ways with him for sure, which would have changed the course of NBA history forever. Um, so, yeah, I, I see your point, but I don't exactly agree because I think that those teams have holes in them, which is why they fired their coaches because it's easier to fire a coach then they make major roster changes. All right, well, if we're talking about a team without a coach, you're talking Phoenix, you mentioned Kevin Durant, you talk about holes. What up with this guy? And I'm not just talking about now. If you look back historically at Kevin Durant's career, all right, and let's say that he retires three years from now, four years from now, and he's still dropping 25 points a game. He's essentially the same player he is right now, and he has a 20-year career, and he has that one championship with Golden State, all right? How are you going to remember Kevin Durant? Because I two championships. Championship. Okay. So, so he's got, okay. He's got his rings with Golden State, but I've never gave him credit for those. Right? I feel like he's a guy at Oklahoma City that if he would have stayed there and let the talent be built around him, and I know that wasn't going to happen because it was the smallest market in the NBA. But had he won a champion there, legend. And when he was a free agent, Trista, if he would have gone to any other team not named Golden State and been the reason they won a championship legend but the fact you go to the Warriors who are already winning 65 plus games and who already had rings and who already had Steph Curry and who won a championship after you left by the way I'm not impressed at all so the way I look at Kevin Durant's career you ran scared from Oklahoma City you went to the most ready-made team that I don't give you any credit for then you left you went to Brooklyn 
dude, you had all the talent in the world around you that you asked for, couldn't make that work at all, got multiple coaches fired, and then you end up with Phoenix, and I'm telling you it's a short sample size, but why should we think it's going to be any different? I'm not saying Kevin Durant isn't a very good basketball player, but but to to pretend like Kevin Durant is an all-time great, he doesn't win. Isn't that important? Kevin Durant does win. This is an this is an asinine. This is worse than the Dallas take, Sean. Kevin is Durant it? is one of the best scorers that we've ever seen. He can do everything on the basketball floor. There's nothing that he can't do. He's an all Except NBA make talent. Team better. Except be the reason why a team gets over the top. Why could he not get Brooklyn over the top? It's not like he didn't have enough well, talent that, around that him. Why was, could he not get Phoenix over the top? That team was a mess. Like if you look at the roster and what they had. First and foremost, you had Kyrie Irving going on walkabout. So that was a big mess. Like, you had injuries abound. Uh, He was coming off of his own ACL injury for the first year. Kyrie Irving was injured. They get Harden. Harden ends up hurting his hamstring because he gained so much weight during the pandemic. Then when he tried to lose it and tried to sprint, uh, he ended up hurting himself, which is very common for for athletes that don't get into condition and they get right to try to play in the game shape. And he was literally, it was just his foot on the line. He would have won a title with Brooklyn if it wasn't for his shoe being on the line. He would have beaten Phoenix. Like, And then you've got Steve Nash, who was maybe the worst coach that they possibly could have gotten. I don't know why Kenny Atkinson was fired, but I think part of that was Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant. Like, that team had flaws, especially once they traded for James Harden. Like, they didn't have depth either. Both of those situations, Phoenix and Brooklyn – are teams without depth and with significant injury history. And let's not get it twisted, Sean. Uh, probably the Warriors aren't winning those two win- rings without Kevin Durant because he was finals MVP in both of those occurrences and hit big shot after big shot, and they had just lost to the Cavs. Who knows if they would have lost to the Cavs again. And in fact, you could probably say that the Warriors' first ring was slightly fraudulent because Kyrie Irving was injured for that series and Kevin Love was injured for that series. So you could say that the two legitimate rings outside of the one from last year was because of Kevin Durant. Wow. Just like everybody else, Trista had a million excuses ready to fire off for Kevin Durant, none of which were his fault. Other guys were injured. He didn't have the right coach. This dude has got a chance throughout his career to play with Russell Westbrook, James Harden. He's literally played with some of the best players. And then he gets traded. He plays with Devin Booker and Chris Paul. He's probably played with six, seven. And who else? And who else was on that Phoenix team? Who else? Jacques He's, Landell? Like, and I get it. That, I get it. There, there were injuries, but also be the reason to get your team over the top. Don't be the reason why afterwards we say he couldn't do it again, and here's why. Kevin Durant has never been the reason why. And what you said about Golden State, like if, if we had a – what's a lie detector test called? A polygraph. I would hook you up to it. And I'm not calling you a liar, but you know damn well that Golden State wins those finals without Kevin Durant. He made it easier. Yes, he was the MVP, but Trista, they still win those rings without him. No, I don't. I don't think that they. I don't think that they do. Honestly, I. I really. I really don't think that they do. Like they were, especially the onslaught that they had to go through. Uh, in order to get to that place, like they're playing Houston, and those Houston teams were really tough. If if Chris Paul wouldn't have gotten injured, they might have gone home in that series. Like that happened multiple times, my guy. Like can, Kevin can I ask Durant, a simple I, question? Can I ask you a simple question? Did they win the finals before you got there? Yeah, without Kevin Love and without Kyrie Irving. 
And, and, and did they win the finals after he left? Yes. Don't act <laughs> like that didn't. was some sort of like. No, this is trash. Think... Like this commentary is trash. It is. I just don't think it they is. need him. And I think that Kevin Durant is what you said. He's a great scorer. And he's a great individual basketball player. He's an but, amazing he, okay, then, defender as well. And he's an incredible passer. Kevin Durant's one of the best players we've ever seen in our, on planet Earth. And Devin Booker is put, very ecstatic to play, to play basketball with Kevin Durant, I promise you. That's why teams are willing to mortgage their entire future for him. There was nobody – think about this. The Nuggets got swept. It was Suns in four uh, against the Nuggets because Jokic didn't have – Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray and his role players. You need role players in order to win a championship. That's why Miami is, is, is going as far as they are because they've got Jimmy Butler and Bam and then a bunch of guys that can hit crucial shots, just like the Lakers in the 2000s. Like they had Kobe and Shaq, yes, but they had Robert Ory. They had Fish who could hit timely shots. If you don't have any depth, then teams are just going to load up on you and double-team and triple-team you, and it's going to be impossible for you to win. This is the kind of commentary, Sean, I would only expect from Screaming A. Smith and Skip Bayless, not you. All right, well, I'll tell you this then, Trista. If the Nugget, if and when the Nuggets go out there and win four more games and win the championship, and I was talking about this earlier before we got in this little tiff about Jokic and how everybody's going to have to talk about him and the all-time great conversation – I know you're probably going to think this is nuts based on the last 10 minutes. I think instantly we have to talk about him as a better offensive player career-wise than Kevin Durant. Because Nikola Jokic, obviously, it's a different skill set. And we're talking about Kevin Durant will play what play four or five more seasons in total. But if Jokic becomes the reason why his team goes out there and wins a championship, then to me, he already did something that Kevin Durant could not do. And we'll just have to disagree because you're saying he went to Golden State and he's part of the reason why they won a championship. I think that he ran scared and he didn't want to be Carl Malone. He didn't want to be the guy that retires without a ring, the greatest player not to have won a championship. So let me go and win that so people can't say that about me. And he did it. And he was the MVP and congrats on all that. But I think if Jokic goes out there and wins a ring, because the only thing we can say about Jokic right now against his all-time greatness, he has the stats, right? He's a true, I think he's like, fourth or fifth all-time already in triple doubles. He's got two MVPs. He just doesn't have the ring, Trista. So I think that we're going to start talking about him completely different as soon as those Nuggets win a championship. He also doesn't play defense. Uh, that's the that's one true. thing that people knock on him as well. Kevin Durant can do everything on the basketball court. He's he's a freak. He can, he can strap up on defense. He can dime you up. He's got a passing ability and a court vision that is unmatched. He has gravity. You know, you talk about, like, pulling defenses over to one side of the court. Like, he is uh, a planet. He has that much gravity that stars and players move over for him. Like, he's – he is, I would say, a – when he is fully healthy, Kevin Durant is, if not the best player on the planet, I would say top three – Jokic is different in his own in his own right because he's a unicorn. The way that he plays is so different, and he's changed the game. He's I think the reason that Victor Wambayama people are going crazy for him because imagine someone who can score like Kevin Durant and also pass and and be as big as Jokic. But like to sleep and to hate, I think it's like a little bit of hate, and I don't know why. Is it is are are Kansas City fans like Oklahoma City fans like there feels like some lo lovers strife here. There's emotion behind you saying he ran scared. I don't I don't quite get it. I don't quite get it.
So I am a bit of a scorn lover. I feel like when Kevin Durant first came out, remember it was like him and Odin, and then he ended up being the number one overall pick. And he did play in the Big 12, and I was at KU at the time. And so I got to see him play a couple of times. And I was a big Kevin Durant fan. And I've made this comparison before. And it sounds like you're going to hate it, but I'll give it to you anyway. He's taken the same path as Kanye, where remember when College Dropout came out and Kanye, who's a mama's boy, and he was really likable and everybody was patting him on the back and he was cool and he was fun, he was charismatic, until he wasn't. And then it got pretty dark pretty quick and he seemed angry at everybody. I feel like Kevin Durant, when his mama was the real MVP and he was in Oklahoma City and all that, but he just feels mad all the time. He feels jaded. And maybe it's because people like me are constantly talking smack and not giving him credit for winning the championship in Golden State. But yeah, you're right. I'm a scorn lover when it comes to KD. Yeah, I don't know that he's mad. Uh, I mean, I think he's definitely different. Oklahoma City has media training. Kevin Durant wasn't allowed to be himself there. He wasn't allowed to speak his mind there. He goes to Golden State, which has the best communications and PR department on in the NBA, hands down. Raymond Ritter is the head of communications there. I think he's won best PR team, like, 10 straight times, something crazy. So Kevin Durant was able to be who he wanted to be. And then on top of that, like there was a lot of friction, not shockingly, between him and Draymond Green, another player that has friction with Draymond Green. And there was everybody asking him a million times what he was going to do in free agency. That's annoying. Like that's that can get on your nerves. Like I get annoyed when I have to talk about the same thing on this show like 15 times in a row, <laughs> like whether LeBron is the GOAT or not. Like I could only imagine if I had 20 reporters asking me the same questions for 82 straight games, how angry I would, I would uh, seem. All right, so KD's your guy, but be honest with me. Do you see a little bit of Aaron Rodgers in Kevin Durant or vice versa? I see Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving. That's what I see. That's probably that's that's probably a better comparison, actually. And yeah. look, like we 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 can disagree on Kevin Durant and like how likable he is or like what his Q rating and all that stuff is. Don't even get me going on Kyrie. It's crazy how many different teams have thought, all right, we'll go out there and get Kyrie, and he'll be the reason why our basketball team becomes better. And then instantly they become worse. What happened in Dallas is insane, Trista. And I don't know if people have talked about it enough, and we only have a minute left, but the fact that he went to that team that made it to the Western Conference Finals with Luka Doncic, who was sticking the MVP race, to making them so bad so quick, uh, I'm, I'm good on Kyrie. I'd stay away with that thing from a million feet. Well, and they got rid of Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie, two guys that played defense and also could score. So, I mean, that sort of changes the complexion of the team, too. You've got two ball-dominant guards no scoring on the wing and Tim Hardaway Jr. making a bajillion dollars a year. Like, it's not hard to imagine, like, how that team falls off. Yo, who thought that was a good idea? We keep talking sports and going back and forth up next right here on Bet MGM Tonight, right here on the BetQL Network. <laughs> 